Welcome to Everyday Superhumans, the podcast where we talk to ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I'm Caroline. And I'm Kyle. How you doing today, Kyle? Doing pretty good. It's a Saturday. Weather's nice. Yeah. And we're doing this, so what could be better? Nothing, really. I think I know something that could be better. Oh, okay. What? Yeah, you got me? <laughs> yeah. Are you what, interested? What, what, yeah, let's go. Okay. I think listening to some good old Cajun music would be a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yes, I'd agree. Because this episode was actually probably the most fun I've had recording an episode. Because we got a live show that you'll all hear. That's right. And it's the Cajun Preservation Society. Mm-hmm. And they're a nonprofit in our area. And they help promote Cajun music. Not only Cajun music, but Cajun culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cajun, as I learned actually through this interview, Cajun is more than just like a thing of jambalaya or gumbo. Mm-hmm. Cajun is an entire culture that is often forgotten about. It's it, it's so unique to down here. I didn't even know that it was like that big of a culture until I moved down here. Mm-hmm. And can you play any instruments? I played sax for about five years throughout high school and middle school. Well, damn, that's <laughs> not a part of the Cajun musical no, instruments. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, that doesn't count. Not, not at all. well that's okay i only played guitar for a little bit while i was growing up so i maybe i'll reprise it Mm -hmm. and do you know join join the cajun jams because they have it every wednesday at the venetian in thibodeau if you're in thibodeau louisiana go ahead and check out it's a lot of fun and uh from my understanding they invite people to just like join them right yeah i mean anyone can go up with any sort of musical instrument and sit down and play. People of all ages are welcome to join in the fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're awesome people. Misty and Tiesman, that's who we interviewed. They are very passionate what they do. Their passion is so contagious that mm-hmm. I just want to go out there and like play an instrument. or. Do you want to dance? Yeah, I actually want to dance right now. Let's go dancing. Okay. All right, as we go dancing, how about you enjoy our newest episode with Misty and Tiesman of the Cajun Music Preservation Society. Cajun Music Preservation Society is what, what oh, it's called. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's actually like a non profit? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, bro. Yeah, we are. Exactly uh, we're legit, bro. We're legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're 501c3 non profit organization. Damn. Uh, How long have you guys been in business? We started the group about a year and a half ago, and probably three months or so ago, we actually finished everything for the non profit work. What last year, last August, we were recognized by the EPA Environmental Protection Agency for um, received the Gulf Gulf Guardian Award for. Mm-hmm. What is that? It I, sounds pretty cool. Well, <laughs> I mean, we had to, we had the driveways to get it, so I think the <laughs> I feel like that. So, so what it is uh, the EPA for the Gulf regions, which is Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, and Mexico? They'll give. Awards recognize, I guess, nonprofit groups or other certain groups that that are trying to preserve the environment or certain cultures. You know, there's a lot of few people that won that are doing work uh, with coastal restoration and and water diversion and and things like that. And we want it for uh, environmental justice and cultural diversity and environmental uh, yeah. justice. Yeah. Wait, what, so, what we wanted. For. We were so, nominated. We were nominated by somebody has to nominate you, and mm-hmm. we were nominated for the award, and then. 
we ended up getting yeah, the votes. And you just got registered a year and a half ago. Right. That's so it, it happened. Fast. It happened really, really fast. Quick. Yeah. We've we've had quite the impact. Um, we didn't think it would take off like it has. That's, that's like awesome. how how so. Like what sort of? So we just wanted to have like Cajun jams where musicians came, sat around and played music. And our first one was at the park in Thibodeau. It was downtown Thibodeau. uh, It was like like three of us. Yeah, I kind of texted him and said, uh, "Hey, ain't got nothing going on. I'm gonna go sit Mm -hmm. over here in the middle of downtown my fiddle and see what happens." Well, we noticed people started stopping. Like they were just walking past, and they'd stop and listen for a second, and they'd walk off. But I mean, for that one, it was mostly just close friends. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think our last one had like sixty to eighty people there. I mean, y'all saw it. Y'all were there. What it is is uh, so I'm not sure if y'all familiar with the Lafayette region. Uh, uh, Lafayette. Drove there. So just recently drove through. Right. Well, that's <laughs> like the Cajun music capital of the world over there. You know. So what it is they they keeping their heritage alive and growing. Even the young young kids and students at UL are. are learning about it there's actually classes where you'll learn cajun french uh cajun instruments they have uh instructors that teach fiddle guitar accordion vocals and then the end of the semester they have like a little band and they'll put on a show uh so they're really thriving in that they have a lot of backing code of fill and stuff pushing it and this region was lacking that it kind of fell off years ago. You know, it, in this area and Lafayette altogether, um, our grandparents probably would get fussed for speaking French in school. There was no, you know, they weren't allowed to speak French. They cut it out. You could only speak English. So you went a generation, so many years with not being allowed to speak French. So, uh, from our grandparents to our parents mostly, uh, the language was lost some. Uh, and then from our parents, being that most of them can't speak French, or they could speak French, but just being, you know, it not being so much in the household anymore, passing it down to us, mm-hmm. it was lost more. So it's almost depleted to almost nothing in this area. So I guess the main goal, I could, I could talk about this for hours, but, <laughs> you know, I've been, I, I've been involved in it for, for a very long time. The main, the main goal, what we wanted to do, was have a place where uh, young people, old people, children, some kind of family environment that we could present the music played with uh, Cajun French instruments, which is accordion, tin-button diatonic accordion, mm-hmm. uh, acoustic guitar and fiddle. Um, anybody who wants to join could bring any other instrument, but it's mostly just to put it out there in people's faces to show, look, these people are still doing it, and, and young people's in, getting involved, and uh, it's just taken off in this area, and it's, it's really brought some life back to it, which we were lacking for many years. Yeah, I would never have guessed that because I've always I always associate any place south of Baton Rouge in New Orleans as like the Cajun land. So right, I was actually dying. Well, now, and part of it was like we we really wanted to be what we say we are. Yeah, that's what I feel. Are. Right. It's now the the cooking. Never die. Mm-hmm. You know, it's too good to die. It, it's what we're known for, but you may die from it. Yeah, <laughs> correct. But actual um, heritage. I, I like to use uh, Native Americans, the Indians, uh, for example. I mean, um, you look in this area, Homa Indians and stuff like that, and they're so proud of their heritage, their culture, what they stand for. They'll mm-hmm. 
even though they don't have that big of a following, they'll constantly be putting on uh, displays, you know, at certain festivals or or going to schools and continuing putting out there the education, trying to get people involved, mm-hmm. not letting it die out as to where uh, Cajun culture, I don't want to say people took it for, uh, took advantage of it, but it was almost like, well, we still have the food. So Who really needs the language and stuff yeah. like that? But and there, know, once, there are a couple people still trying to hold on to it, right? Once it, it's all kind of connected, so you lose the language, it, you'll eventually lose the food. It, it's all you know. It's kind of, I guess, like the wetlands, coastal wetlands and stuff. Yeah. You know, it. Uh, do you guys once work it all with them goes, by any chance? was that Jonathan Foray and everybody? Do you work with them or? We've been involved with a couple things that they do. Our actual uh, group. Uh, we provide music now for uh, <laughs> for, for a lot for of things. It, that's, and it, things. it started as a, a a jam, but now we're involved with um, like Restore Retreat, who works on Coastal Erosion. Uh, we did a couple things for Jonathan. Um, it's just kind of growing and growing, which is good because people are getting more involved. We're getting noticed, so more people are. Uh, have an outlet, I guess, to to try and bring back what you know their grandparents had or or their parents had or yeah, something like that. Because maybe they thought they were the only ones. Right, their, and that's how you know. I that's how I felt. And there was a couple of other people, but the more you talk to people, it's like, oh man, I remember my mom. You, you know, used to do that and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Or my grandma used to listen to that all the yeah. time. And, you know, we we thought that was gone. We're so glad that it, that there's you know somebody trying to bring it back so they they love it everybody around here seems to love it and they they want it to come back like he's saying uh they just don't know where to go and so basically we're giving them an outlet of if you want to learn the music here's some people who know how to play and we can hook you up with people to give you lessons and you know whatnot i didn't even think about that the other night was crowded too yeah and we were lucky to get a seat well and most of those people are our regulars they, oh, really? There was a couple of new faces in there, but we have tables of people that'll come and they want to get a spot close up. We we didn't have that before. Like we, I mean, yeah. the regular people that know we do this every other Wednesday at the same location. Um, in fact, I bring little uh, like a tambourine and some maracas for like kids to play, oh, and a little. Uh, I actually have a little African djembe. Just, you know, some little acoustic instruments. And there's one guy, every time he comes, he's like, where's my little drum? I want my little drum. So I know I'm bringing it for him. It's just fun that they that audience can participate, and, uh, too. What typically makes up a Cajun band? And I know it has the fiddle, usually the guitar, accordion, and uh, what is it, the, uh, the washboard? The washboard. Well, washboard is, is, or is that Z- that's more Zydeco. Zydeco. Oh, okay. So, okay. okay, the difference. Traditional, yeah. traditional Cajun music. <laughs> Uh, and Cajun instruments were um, tin button diatonic accordion, fiddle, guitar, and T5, which is triangle. Okay. okay. Mostly. We have the triangle here. And right. And we have the, um, fiddle. the fiddle. The fiddle. Mm-hmm. Guitar. There we go. So. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, now, nowadays you, ha- you have a lot of younger bands that are playing, and, uh, you know, they're taking old songs uh, and playing with electric guitar and stuff and it's like it's like rock and roll but it's Cajun mm-hmm. music it's, it's really fun you know there's younger generations coming up and and some people don't like it but you know that's with everything you know cool. you, you take it with a grain of salt but it's getting people that you would have never thought would would get involved with it or like the music or coming and and, 
and dude, I mean, it's, it's all over the world. They have, uh, they have zodical festivals in Japan. Mm-hmm. They have zodical bands from Japan mm-hmm. that come to festivals in the United States. Yeah. And oh, that's you know, there's zodical festivals in in Africa. There's zodical festivals yeah. and Cajun festivals everywhere, all in over the United Brooklyn States. Brooklyn too. Brooklyn yeah. has a ca- Cajun yeah. music culture. Sa- San Diego has a big Cajun yeah. music culture. Madison, mm-hmm. Madison, Wisconsin, Brooklyn, and San Diego. Yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. San, San Diego Louis. has a festival. St. Yeah. Louis. I, I've played I mean, in St. Yeah. Louis quite a few times. Well, because yeah. of St. Louis the, and New Orleans are very connected. Because of the Mississippi River. Yeah. When and they have Cajuns, mm-hmm. uh, descendants of the Acadians, because uh, when we were exiled, I say we, but uh, <laughs> in 1756 when they were exiled, you know there was some were shipped back to France, some were mm-hmm. shipped to England, some some were moved down river, mm-hmm. and then they just were kind of hopping off where they went. So you could find. Uh, descendants, people who still speak French all up and down the Mississippi River, whether it be from Louisiana all the way, you know, up north. It, mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of cool to see that. But, yeah, all over. Uh, I never saw any of this in Dallas, though, when I grew up. Like, it was mostly all just... We had razus and Zatarans with the two days of Cajun. What's being, the razus? It's like a local chain, I think, in uh, Dallas. It's just a Cajun-style restaurant. Oh, Those are the two things I had for Cajun growing up. Cajun. <laughs> 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 Cajun's just a, it's just a food style, yeah. right? And I kind of was like, no, it's not. No, it's a completely yeah. different culture. You, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I thought of the food, too. But even, I mean, uh, I've traveled overseas and stuff, and it's... Uh, that's what it is. Like on the menu, it's Cajun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like it's a, a food. It's like a style of food. You want it Cajun style. It's like if you go to China and say, like, "Oh, you yeah, add some Chinese spice, here, right? Everything else yeah. is the same." No, it's yeah. Not. Yeah. yeah, add some spice. It's it becomes Cajun food. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, completely different in yeah. China for Chinese food. Yeah. It's like well, what's, what's funny though is that people think of New Orleans as a Cajun city, and it's really yeah. it's yeah. really more. Yeah. Creole than it is Cajun. What's the difference in those two? I don't know the difference. Cajun and Creole. Yeah. So. Creole cooking is different than Cajun cooking with the spice. Uh, Creole uses more like a um, spicy, more tomato sauce and stuff like that. Uh, separate dishes. So you're cooking. Uh, I, I saw this uh, on a PBS special one time. <laughs> you know, you always watch those educational yeah. stuff. So I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not making all this up from. Pulling it from the air. A, a lot of this, right? A lot of this is actual, actual facts. But um, so, Cajun, Cajun is known for like one pot cooking. You know, your, your sauces like and stuff. Yeah, or sauce picon. It's just you know, it's all in one pot. Uh, everything mixed together. As to where Creole is more, uh, it's a little more spicy, a little different flavor, but it's uh, saucy dishes. Like etouffee separate. or something, right? Was that? Is it etouffee or etouffee? Etouffee, yeah. yeah. Like, that's more Creole, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like, I think red ah. beans. Red beans is probably more Creole, right? Oh, yeah. Cajun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love red beans and rice. Yeah, mm-hmm. but jambalaya is more Cajun. Or, no. I don't know. <laughs> and that's the thing, is, like, the it's lines blur, so... It depends where you it, where it, you live. So now, there's, there's some great historians of the culture that... If it were not for for these people, you know, it would probably be pretty close no. to being lost. Barry Ansley yeah. is is one of them that uh, I think everybody who knows the name uh, thanks him 
possibly every time they see him for what he's done. Uh, he was a professor at UL, historian of the Cajun culture. He's the one that started Festival of Cardinals in Lafayette in the in the 70s, which is which is awesome. Huge. You have to. It's see a it. huge, a huge free Cajun and Creole festival. Uh, I'm talking huge. People come from all over the world just to come to this festival. It happens it's, in October, right? Uh, yes. October. Okay. It's usually the second weekend in October, if I'm not mistaken. I've never heard of this festival. I just know <laughs> Mardi Gras. That's about it. <laughs> oh, there's so much Mardi to learn. Gras. I know. <laughs> I, I grew up with my Cajun dad and my mom going to New Orleans for Mardi Gras, like my grandma watching me, so yeah. I'm used to Mardi Gras. <laughs> Apparently, St. Louis has the second best Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> just saying we're gonna have to check that no, out but it's actually really i don't know according to tab it's, benoit's song homa has the second best no yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean state-wise i guess maybe i should uh, like rephrase it i know because i know mississippi has their version i don't i've never been i don't know what they do yeah but it's but then i went to you know homas and new my mind. Like, it was that. like, what was I even? Thinking? You should go chase some chickens up where I'm going for morning. Oh, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you ride horseback. Uh, I've it's been a long time. The cord- no, the, that's what you do. You ride. So is the Cajun the Cajun Mardi Gras, the Cour de Mardi Gras, where uh, yeah. it's a tradition which is taken very seriously. You have all the Mardi Gras, the people marching. You got to wear a mask and full suit. You you make like. Uh, homemade like, suit. Yeah, like homemade oh. suits out of rags and oh, stuff wow. like that. And it's also together. a tradition to get together and make these. Right. So you go house so to house, fun. you beg for food. Um, for the gumbo. Yeah. Because at the end, they make a huge gumbo. So you beg for food, uh, you know, eggs or this or whatever. And at the end, they'll, they'll throw a chicken. That's what the chicken's for. And you got to chase the chicken. and wh- It's for the gumbo. Whoever kills it. Or you got to catch it. Uh-oh. So whoever catch it, not it's like wins. You know, you catch the chicken or whatever. But yeah. Uh, yeah. it's bragging rights. Yeah. <laughs> Have you caught the chicken? No. Okay. <laughs> people get people get really really intense with that though. So you got to figure. This is like a people are drinking for about three days straight, oh. <laughs> and the ride. So you ride horseback, and, yeah. and then wagons all day. It starts. You know, mm-hmm. you might start. Get up at five in the morning and start drinking, getting ready. Damn, that's that's work. Yeah, yeah. Catching the chicken is gonna be yeah. So and and the chickens at the end of the day. So (laughs) at the end of the day, there's a lot of people not feeling no pain that are pretty much jumping on top of each other and stuff. You don't need to like spin around or anything. (laughs) I'd be like knocked out by five o'clock that day. Day drinking just knocks me out. Yeah, it's it's rough. I mean, some people take naps. Some people just some people just pass out in the ditch and then wake up a little later. Yeah. Oh look, and the other year when it was rainy and. Muddy. I mean, what do you think they do? They're sliding in the mud. I mean, they gotta catch that chicken. It's fun though. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it's fun to watch. It's something. Experience. <laughs> it's something. Experience. How, how long it usually takes for the chicken to be caught? Oh, like I mean, they have. There's go gobs to, of people chasing after Yeah, go to, after go to that YouTube. Thing. You can search yeah. all you this can watch, later on. Yeah, I mean, you it, can can watch take, the it might take ten it. seconds. It might take five minutes. It yeah. all depends. It's a lot of people. Yeah. And it, it's <laughs> it's something that's getting more and more popular. So as people hear about it, they want to come. And now, um, you know, Cajun culture on on TV now is yeah, a thing to do. But all these know. shows, so the more people, people, yeah, so that. more people are um, drawn to looking at it and stuff like that. So more people get involved and all. Yeah. And I have a friend of mine who does a photo story on weird sports. And he's dubbed this one of his <laughs> weird sports. So I, it's kind I of fun. I think it's like a magnet. Like, 
Remember when you were probably five years old or something playing soccer and it's like magnet ball where there's no actual position, but everybody <laughs> just follows the ball? That's similar. That's, 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 with a chicken. that's pretty much how it is. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Yeah, but it's just alive when you're following. <laughs> so, yeah, we're hoping through all of our efforts that this whole culture comes then we could bring it back here. I know yeah. you're disappearing, so I think you're doing pretty pretty much a year and a half, so I'm still new to it. It it had pretty much almost totally disappeared. Um mm-hmm. it was we, hard. It was, go ahead. No, I was gonna say we played at Bar Roussel in Homa. Mm-hmm. We did a, a live Cajun jam there. And they absolutely loved it. The guy who owned the bar was like, you'll have to come back. We've not gone back yet, but that just shows the level of interest that people have that we didn't think because it's an upscale bar, oh, yeah. but oh, they, they, they really they want us up. to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, they, people know how important the culture is. Yeah, especially from And that's the thing is that we are doing the footwork to make it happen. And so all they need to do is just do their part to bring it in. And so if, you know, if he says, Hey, just have it over here, that's all he's got to do. Let us in the door mm-hmm. and we'll do the rest. <laughs> we invite people of all, um, ages and experience levels to play with us. Mm-hmm. So what y'all saw at the, uh, restaurant the other night was not a band. That was just people who showed up to that play instruments. We didn't know who was coming. Oh, we never so know, cool. we never yeah. know who's going to come. It's an open, it's an open jam. It's an open jam. Well, you guys sounded really good. Like uniform, <laughs> like everyone played before. Like, all right. <laughs> and they sing in, uh, French, Cajun French, all the songs. So you probably didn't understand any so, of them, except the last song. We play, um, the state song, You Are My Sunshine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, how long have you guys been playing your instruments? Oh, I, I mean, I just played the triangle. I picked it up right away. I've been playing it for since what? Last Swamp Stomp 2000. The triangle is an instrument, you know, so. I mean, I think it's an instrument, but other people disagree. It's, it's, it's harder than it looks. It's yeah. tough. It is. You have to have a rhythm to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. people who have rhythm can pick it up right away. Yeah. People who don't have rhythm, I don't know that there's much That's hope for you. <laughs> if you don't have rhythm, you, you may never get it. Yeah. It's one of those sorts of things. Like you, you kind of either got it or you don't. Yeah. So is it a so, lot of the jam mostly kind of like improv then? Like you just kind of make up as you go? No, it's, well, it's, it's songs. Uh, so it's you have songs. people laugh when I say this too. So you have the traditional, uh, authentic, you know, Cajun song from early 1900s, 1940 and stuff. And then you have uh, the new, the modern Cajun music, which is from 1960. and and people laugh all the time because i played a couple other jams and i played with another guy you know sometimes when i'll do a song or something he said uh you know we're gonna do a modern one now and it's from like 1962 (laughs) right so traditional traditional cajun music is is pretty old like that but it's there's hundreds and thousands of songs that pretty much anybody could play with anybody. Oh, yeah. it's, almost, cult. Like, yeah. cult. <laughs> it's a little bit too harsh. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just something down here is different. I don't know if y'all have something like that, but I could, yeah. I could do it. So I could get my fiddle or something and I could start playing. I could close my eyes. And, uh, I, I tell people this a lot and Missy might do it, but, um, so in this area, this region, family state close, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's different up north and mm-hmm. things like that. So I knew my great grandparents. Mm-hmm. The only reason I didn't know my great great grandparents was because they passed away before I was born. You know, yeah. but it's just uh, 
every every Sunday we'd go ride, we'd visit everybody. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I started playing this music, and, and that's what hooked me the first time I started playing it when I was 19, was it just takes you back to to that time. It connects mm-hmm. you with it. So I think that's why it, people are so passionate mm-hmm. about it in this area. Have you guys tried like, writing your own music, though, by any chance, or...? Mostly just kind of recurring. I've I've been in a few bands where we uh we wrote quite a few original uh, stuff, and I'm friends with I'm friends with a lot of Grammy award nominees and Grammy award winners. So are you gonna name drop right now? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then you'd have to but name them all. <laughs> I'm talking I'm talking Cajun musicians from Lafayette now. That's okay, yeah. multiple Grammy nominations or Grammy award winners for uh, original. Cajun, Cajun music, which is crazy when you think wow. about it. You know, you taking this, this old, old traditional style music, mm-hmm. and they're writing songs similar, but they're putting their own twists on it, and and it's um, you know, Grammy? Neil Young and and Elvis Costello wants to record a CD with you because they like what you're doing. They have your album, you know. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. To think that not and and nobody around here, I'm not gonna say nobody, but not that many people, uh, I guess, know that that it's it's more mainstream outside of Louisiana than it is inside Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing I noticed about the music is very humbly, as I describe it. It just sounds like it sounds like community, as I describe it. It just sounds like mm-hmm. people getting together. And, sounds like love. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good, but it sounds like love. It just sounds like a bunch of people getting together mm-hmm. and just want to have yeah. a good time. It's just mm-hmm. so happy. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it some just, of it's really not. <laughs> but it's all. But yeah. if, if you know the, the words, maybe it's not. <laughs> all the words. Uh, I mean, it's fun. You you'll see these people, and we joke about that a lot. Where you play in this song, and it's you know a two step fast song. People are dancing, laughing, having a good time, and you look at somebody, and you'd be like, man, they don't they don't know that I'm singing this song that my wife died, and you know, <laughs> yeah. you know it's it's you know she got sick, she died, or something like that. So it's uh it's all about getting drunk and yeah. cheating and and dying pretty much. Wow. I like going to all the festivals though, and um, like I can't keep up with the music sometimes. Like some um, older gentlemen. Like are like okay, oh, let's wanna, dance. Always want to dance. Let's yeah. dance, <laughs> and yeah. I try dancing with them, and it's it's hard. I well, just look down at my feet. <laughs> I have a friend of mine who absolutely loves to dance, and she's got a husband who's her dance partner. But when a guy says, "Hey, you want to dance?" she's like, "Absolutely," and she expects him to be good. And he, <laughs> <laughs> I went to the the Blue Moon. One of the guys that was on the Voice, Ray, I think it was mm-hmm. the Voice, huh? Ray Boudreaux. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's from down here, mm-hmm. got on stage with uh, Mark Broussard, who's from down mm-hmm. here, who mm-hmm. also made it big, and Baby B, who's from Homa. Huh. And so it was like all three of those bands were on stage at the same time. Yeah. I'm like, when does this happen? <laughs> yeah. This is so cool. It's like the Super Bowl halftime over and over. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so exciting for somebody who loves musicians and watching them. Like, I'll go to a festival and look on stage and like, why is he up there playing guitar with them? <laughs> Yo, it just makes you cry. It's so yeah. beautiful. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen next. Well, and it nobody tells like... you that this is going to yeah. happen. Like, there's no heads up on this. Yeah. No lineup that... announced like that. Like, no. It, no. Like, special guests. No. All of your favorite bands. It, no, it just shows, it's just, it's it, it just shows how, how big of an influence, like you were mm-hmm. saying earlier, yeah. that the culture and the music has on people that a lot of people don't even know about. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this for 12 years. Okay. I've been trying to get this, what we have started here, probably for eight years. 
okay, eight to nine years. Now, and so a year and a half ago, before we got this started, for two years, I played on this campus for free. I did probably oh, wow. 10 or 12 shows a year by myself where students thought I was just crazy old guy. <laughs> I just walk around campus and I sit down and I play my fiddle and I sing. You know, and I called every restaurant, every place around here, and nobody wanted to have nothing to do with it. That's a mission right there. Years, yeah. years and years and years and years, and I just never, I never quit because I, I knew what it could be. It just meant that much to me, I guess. Mm. You know, I would have, I would have played for nobody for thirty years if that's where it would have been, just because I did it, uh, for I guess the right reasons. Well, if it wouldn't have been for Misty and and Quentin and Elise and Gary, you know, getting behind it, you find the right people, mm. I guess. Who have the connections in the pool and 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 uh, share the same passion? Mm-hmm. Um, once we all kind of got together and decided we were going to do this, it just took off because they're all, they all had their special. And you already won an award like a year and a half right. later. And and Quentin, Quentin and Elise and Gary, who are involved with us, we didn't mention, but um, so Quentin's the head of the biology department. And Nichols, they're all okay. they all have PhDs in in uh, uh, wow. marine biology. <laughs> wow! Mm-hmm. So. It, it brought in very passionate bunch. Right. <laughs> wow. It brought in a, a different side. So we wanted to start it just to get the music out there. But then it started going. Okay, well, we have a different angle here. We have these guys. So we kind of jumped in with uh, you know education, coastal restoration, land loss because these these people work on that. You know, mm-hmm. dying mm-hmm. species mm-hmm. In, in this area. You know, fisheries. It's all so they already had the passion to save the area, right? And or, we kind of all—it's just kind of snowballing to where all this is combining, and it's—it's it, it's something that, for me personally, I dreamed about as a kid. You know, living in this area, going to the Cajun Festival, and all my grandpa thinking, mm-hmm. "Man, I wish I could do something to, mm-hmm. to get involved," but you don't know what to do, and mm-hmm. it just kind of happened by accident. And uh, for that, I'm grateful. But perseverance is the only thing I can see—you just can't quit. So if you mm-hmm. want to do it, <laughs> do it, do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you're gonna. It, it, you may be embarrassed. You're gonna make a fool of yourself, no <laughs> yeah. doubt. You well, know? you went to a college campus and played for free. <laughs> Look, I, I played. I played a lot I'd of places where guts. people walked out. People told me to stop. <laughs> and it's just, um, if you believe in something, you just don't quit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's become though one of those things where he's probably asked these same people if he could play there. And those same people have turned around and now are asking us to play. Oh, wow. It's, it's crazy once they see right. that the bandwagon has, yeah. you know, all the people have, have come our way that now they want part of it. Oh. We could go on and on about this yeah. for hours. Yeah. Uh, would you like to like, wrap up with like with one more song? Would that be all right? Sure. Yeah.
filling was great. That was amazing. <laughs> so that was a reel. That was a fiddle reel. So that's just uh, one of the many instruments you play, though, right? You do the fiddle and the guitar? He does a lot. Yeah, I, uh, or everything else, I guess? A lot of instruments. <laughs> I play a few. If it makes notes, you'll make it. You'll play it. As long as it has strings, I'm okay. It's, it's, no woodwinds or brass instruments. Uh, I want to buy a trumpet. That. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Are trumpets involved in? No, I just want. I just want to buy Want to get your Cajun jam on? If you're ever in Thibodeau, Louisiana, be sure to head on over to the Venetian every Wednesday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. to jam out with Misty and Tizeman and the rest of the gang. For more information on the Cajun Music Preservation Society, be sure to check out welovecajunmusic.org. Everyday Superhumans is produced by Kyle and Caroline. Music is by Alex Allen. Is there a musical genre or a band you'd like to come back? I definitely have an answer for this question. If you know the genre trip-hop, I'm a huge fan of that, and I want Massive Attack and Porous Head to make a comeback. Tweet to us your answer at SuperhumansCast. Leave it in our timeline on Facebook, which is Everyday Superhumans. And send us a pic of your favorite uh, album on Instagram, which is also Everyday Superhumans. For more inspirational stories from people like you and I, head on over to EverydaySuperhumans.com and make sure to check out our new web series. It's called Super Saturdays. And if you're more of a visual person, you can check out all of our podcasts on YouTube. And remember, not every hero can fly. So grab your cape and let's go. I'm Caroline. And I'm Kyle. How are you doing today, Ka- uh, Caroline? <laughs> I was going to say Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my name is Caroline. Sorry, Excuse just... you. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> it's not the Kyle show. It's the Caroline and Kyle show. <laughs>